Hello and welcome to today's episode. We're going to be doing a casual one about laptops and cameras dual purpose today. So what we're going to look at is finding a decent laptop for your needs. So laptops go hand in hand with photography, photos and cameras. As soon as you've got a camera, especially a digital one, you're going to need some type of laptop to keep up with your intensive demand because if you've got a new DSLR camera or even a laptop you're going to kind of see what the limitations are of those you're going to see what you want to do with them do you want mainly photographs do you want a really fancy screen to be able to edit photos in true color uh, color profiles those kind of things come into play here so we'll do a bit of a around kind of overall example of laptops that are currently out in the market so if you're listening to this on the podcast you'll hear me talking about laptops that are currently available on uh, sites like Amazon. So Amazon offer a, a number of options from manufacturers, for example, the Acer store um, and additional ones as well. So I'll be going through these and giving you a bit of spec and talking about them. At any point, if you have any questions, I am here so you can drop them in uh, chat and we can catch up. Um, so the first item I've got there is, I'll call it a beginner laptop. I'm looking at an Acer Nitro 5. It's, ga- it's called a gaming laptop. So they're actually dubbing it with that in the name itself. It's a 9th gen Intel Core i5, uh, NVIDIA GeForce graphics card, 1650. And it's actually a decent one to get yourself started. It's geared towards gamers. You've got a nice keyboard. You've got good ergonomics on it. It's going to be a bit more uh, capable of handling demanding tasks. So things like, think about video editing. Before you know it, it can get quite intensive for video editing tasks. So this kind of brings you into that that realm. So I'll warm the stream up slowly. We'll have a look at a few cameras. And if you're currently seeing me on any of the items today, you can click to unmute me, which means you can basically hear what I'm saying. And that allows you to be able to communicate with me. So let me know what you're looking at today. Let me bring you back to one of the laptops that we were looking at. And let's look at the specs. So what is the specs? They always have fancy pictures on their listings and giving you information about their laptops and what they offer. Again, laptops are very portable. So I'll point out the obvious just in case you're new to purchasing. Laptops can be very easy. If you didn't have a laptop, you'll have to go down the route of something where you've got additional things. Uh, For example, if you had a desktop computer like I have here, you'll have two monitors. You'll have a desktop, you'll have microphones, all these things can be very demanding and space intensive. Not all of us have the luxury of space at the moment. So that's why laptops can be very handy for you, especially if you're thinking about photos, photography, editing, that kind of scenario. Um, So we're going to look at a few options today. Nitro Gaming PC from Acer is an option. So we're looking at the, the starter one first. And we'll move along and see what else is available. Um, again, looking at this, the specs here are mainly the RAM that is quite handy to look at, as well as the processor speed and if it offers you any additional functionality that you can upgrade at a later point. So all these types of laptops can be very, what's the word, compact. So they're designed to give you a, a good experience and also look pleasing because obviously gaming is a visual thing. So the laptops for gamers these days are becoming more visually pleasing to be kind of meeting that demand, which makes sense. But sometimes you want better processors and RAM 
and general graphics cards as opposed to a fancy outer. Uh, I do say normally that a desktop is better for you, but I do understand we sometimes need to get a laptop. So the first one we're looking at is a Nitro 5 gaming laptop, and that is an option for you uh, looking at current prices on Amazon. So they are a good price range, similar to buying a DSLR camera, basically, you could spend on that. So that's the first item that we looked at. We'll look at a few other laptops before I go on to digital cameras, DSLR cameras, because I think uh, DSLR cameras can be quite handy for you as well. Again, you can click to unmute me if you're currently listening to me on the Amazon Live show. And let's have a look at the secondary item I've got here. This is upping the game a bit in terms of budget from the first one we looked at. Um, again, if you're currently shopping for a PC or a computer, do let me know. We'll have a look at some options together. I'll keep an eye out on chat so I don't miss your comments. Um, I have got that up for me here, so let's just make sure we are good there. That's perfect. So the first one we're looking at is Asus TUF Tough Gaming. We've got the F17 Gaming Laptop, 17.3 inch, Full HD, that's what the FHD stands for, Full HD. IPS type display, internal core i5 again. So you'll notice the newer uh, laptops are a newer generation. And what that means is they make better use. This is probably the 10th gen because it's the i5-10-300. Uh, I'll just say quickly hello here to help. So you know I'm here for you in chat. And if you pop in, do say hello. It's always nice. Um, meeting you guys and saying hello and having a bit of a chin wag. So looking at these, we've got the GTX 1650 Ti with 8GB DDR4 RAM. 512GB PCIe SSD. Okay, so it's a nice little setup there. What's the RAM? Is it 8GB RAM? Yeah, most of these tend to come with 8GB RAM. If you're doing intensive tasks of video editing and that kind of thing, I reckon you'd want a bit more RAM. Uh, but that, that looks very nice, doesn't it? That looks, that looks, I like the look of that. And obviously they are, there's a lot more ports on these now. For gaming laptops, they will give you additional uh, ports. What I mean by that is you've got a nice RJ45 cable. You'll notice a lot of MacBooks and those kind of are getting away from those additional ports. These are currently Windows computers that we're looking at. So if you are currently in the market for a new computer and you're thinking about it, or for your current photography needs or your video needs, there's a number of options out there at different budgets and price ranges. So it's got a RJ45 cable, but that's basically your internet cable that you can plug in to get a reliable connection. So if you're streaming, I always recommend that you plug in. So that means you can actually get a faster, more reliable internet connection to your uh, gaming requirements or video editing if you're streaming, that is. So again, looking at that, we've got that there. We've got HDMI 2, we've got 2, 3, three USB 3.2 type A and uh, audio jack as well so you can plug your headphones in and listen to your gaming experience as you're going through that. So right now we're looking at laptops and I am live helping you today. If you are currently watching me, you can click to unmute. Let me move that out of the way so it's not as on front of my face. There you go. So yes, so I am highlighting items in the carousel as we go through them right now. We're looking at Asus TUF Gaming, Tough Gaming, uh, Immersive Surround Sound. Always love these. Um, oh, what's that on the picture? Oh, I'm not showing you my screen. Let me show you this. So, yeah, we've got this one here. Oh, that's interesting. Is that the speakers? You know, on these corners, you see that little bit of that fraying? I'm assuming that's the laptop. 
let's have a look at that. Let me get my pen out and show you this epic pen just so I can highlight what I'm talking about. It's interesting on their picture that it shows that. Okay, it's just loading the pen for me now. Let's get that. See this here? That corner. And this corner. I'm assuming that's the speakers. We'll have a look at a close-up because that'll be interesting to see. I'm basically referring to that corner and that corner there. So it's quite interesting. Um, okay, so let's move that out of the way for now. We'll have a look at the close-ups on that. Let me zoom out a bit. I'm assuming it's a laptop and they're just showing you like a, a blown out view of it. So obviously you've got the gaming experience there. So that lets you know that they've got most of the games covered. You'll be able to comfortably play on these uh, Fortnite along those lines and the newer games that are coming out now because I think Fortnite's not all that is it anymore. Not as many people play it anymore. It's kind of gone to the back of the back of the line. Uh, 8 gigabyte RAM, 4.5 gigahertz, full HD display, excellent price, Windows 10 Home Edition. Now there's additional things on this that I like to know like battery life. How long will it last if I go and play fiending on it and gaming on it? Because what happens with these is it dramatically affects the gaming ability if you're on battery power because you can't put it in max performance mode. So a lot of the time you're going to probably want to be plugged in. Uh, so that's, I'm talking more gaming. However, apart from gaming experience, you can look at additional things like, for example, day-to-day -day essentials. If you're doing video work, if you're doing live streaming, these laptops that we're looking at today can be very handy. And obviously, it's got the worst highlighted for your Roblox fiending, as it were. Again, if you're in chat at the moment, me, make sure to say hello. And I'm here today to help answer your questions and look at options. If you're currently in the market for a laptop, let's have a little chat. Drop a message in chat and we'll have a look at what you're looking for. And if you've got any concerns, we'll have a look at that as well and find a good match for you. So that's a few options we looked at today in terms of laptops. Let's look at DSLR cameras next on the carousel. We've been looking at Canon a lot lately, but I think it's time we looked at a Sony. Because based on my last couple of sessions, I noticed a lot of people were looking at uh, the DSLR cameras, um, especially for live streaming. So right now I've got the Sony Alpha A6400, which is actually a beauty mirrorless camera. And it's APS-C, which is equivalent to a Canon APS-C sensor size, a bigger sensor as opposed to the smaller one. You normally get mirrorless micro four-thirds, which are a lot smaller. Uh, it basically gives you an idea of that. But we talked about this yesterday, and people found it helpful. So we'll cover this again and see if this is something you're interested in at the moment and you're looking at. So again, we're looking at cameras and laptops today as a quick workaround. And here you can see the breakdown of the sensor and the advanced AI. So, well, it's autofocus auto basically, AI for autofocusing, which is very good on these cameras. And especially with the newer cameras now, they offer you the capability of having the flip out screen, which is very handy. So, I'm keeping an eye on chat. Do let me know if you have any questions today, and I can dive more into each item um, that you're interested in buying, basically, because I know there's a number of people out there currently shopping for laptops and DSLR cameras. So, that's what we covered that. Well, that's why we added that today as a quick impromptu live session. And we're looking at these for you. So, Sony A6400, what I like to do is a side by side comparison. Let's for the sake of uh, a bit of fun let me go over here let me bring you a comparison side by side with the older camera because that would be actually quite amusing let's have a look i'm bringing that side by side comparison up again it's dp review that i use so again if you're currently uh, hearing me but not you're seeing me but not hearing me you need to click 
to unmute and then I can start talking to you. Let's do the 5DMK2. Oh, it's the other two, isn't it? Yeah, so there. So now, just for a laugh, I'm going to compare an old camera to a new camera. Okay, so we're going to have a look at this. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to this show. Today we're looking at a quick review of an old camera versus a new camera to see what the advancements have been in technology. So looking at a few options today, what I found is I stumbled across a great deal for an A6400 Amazon sale for the, the camera. It's a full kit and you get the lens. So I'm going to do a side-by-side -side comparison with something that you know I always use, my trusty 5D Mark II full frame camera body still workhorse of a camera which works amazingly but we are going to be looking at something different today because the EOS 5D Mark II highly recommended DP review 79% versus the Sony A6400 85% gold award so what is that all about let's have a look so the first one is a rangefinder style mirrorless camera which is a Sony A6400 a beauty of a camera. If you're familiar with cameras and you're buying, you'll know what that offers. Canon 5D Mark II, Ray, on the right, mid-size SLR camera. Now, what is the massive improvement between them? Well, let's have a look. Firstly, one of them came out in 2008. You can guess which one that is. It came out in 2008. Um, the other one is uh, 2019. So come on, are we being fair there comparing something like that with something so old well i think we are because we can do a comparison to let you know what the differences are between these and why things are improving and getting better so okay what we got firstly the 6400 is a magnesium alloy body so that's basically the the type of body it is so if you're familiar with cameras you'll know you get a body and it's constructed with either plastic or molded plastic or you know get different types of uh, manufacturing methods the sony a6400 is a magnesium alloy max resolution 6000 by 4000 so we've got a little bit more over the 5d mark ii but remember the 5d mark ii is a full frame body so that's worth comparing comparing but is it a good comparison is a question um but yeah okay let's carry on so let's for just for laughs and giggles so 5d mark ii 21 megapixels versus the 24 megapixels on the sony a6400 Beauts. Okay, APS-C versus a full frame, both CMOS type sensors, one is a Digic 4 and one is the Sony special one, Bionix X, Bionix, how, how do you say that, Bionix X, yeah, the X one, um, okay, so we've got boosted ISO in options on the A6400, uh, 10 white presets, custom white balance, raw, you know what we're looking at we're looking at video that's the main thing i'm interested in so i want to check out what the video situation is going to be on these now so if you're here to on amazon live do be sure to say hello always nice to speak to you and catch up i am live today helping you today so if you're currently watching this you are most likely one of my regulars which is always nice to have you on so what are we looking at today we're looking at dslr cameras we're looking at laptops we're looking at a number of things to have a bit of a laugh so we're going to have a look at four old Beauts, old Beaut from 2008 with the Sony A6400, just to let you know what you've been missing out on. So again, let's have a look at chat to make sure if you've got anywhere. Hello, ZZAXN, how are you? Nice to have you in chat today. I'm keeping an eye on both chats so I don't miss anybody. 
and we're going to be basically looking at multitude of options today laptops and cameras so let's carry on where did we get up to number of focus points number of focus points are you ready for this the sony a6400 has 425 focus points the canon has nine now what do we mean by this what is that so basically when you're taking a photo let me turn this on let me show you exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, 5D Mark II, when I press to take a photo, inside your camera's lens, there are options for focusing. So let me get you nice and close on this so we can have a look at what I'm talking about there. Okay, so this is the Canon option now. If I bring up the Oco Focus, you can see there I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, one center one. So you can choose where to focus the first point here is what is the point of having two, 425 focus points versus 9 you can focus half click well let me I'm currently on a half click and then recompose so if you're familiar with photography you don't need 425 autofocus points one would be enough if you know how to take a photograph however if you're new and you're looking at photography then it might be slightly different and what's going on here let's have a look at that yeah okay there we go so yes as mentioned i am live on amazon today doing a number of things we're looking at laptops we're looking at cameras and we're doing a nice little overview of the options available so what's happening is a6400 sony camera is giving us more focus points do we need them um, okay, 9 is the old one. Then you've got the Sony mounting system for the lenses for the Sony A6400. You've got the Canon EF lens system for the Canon. And lens multiplier. So basically the the Canon, the, this one that I'm zoomed in on, the 5D is a full frame camera. So it's going to be a one times lens. It's a full frame 35 millimeter. Whereas the Sony is a mirrorless. So it'll be an APS-C, which is a 1.5 crop factor. The tilting screen on a Sony which is helpful for video vlogging type purposes it's a fixed screen on the 5D Mark II both 3 inch screens and similar in terms of the dot count which is how much display it basically shows you TFT LCD on the 6400 Sony and a TFT liquid crystal color LCD on the 5D Mark II one is optical because it's obviously a DSLR the other one is an electrical electronic because it's a mirrorless camera it doesn't have a mirror in there um, and one max shutter speed is one four thousandth of a second and the 5d mark ii is eight thousand of a second so obviously there's a difference there while so we got one four okay we just check this 11 frames a second continuous drive the sony a6400 has 11 frames per second so if you take a photograph it'll take 11 photos in a second whereas the canon 5d mark ii 2008 the oldie is taking 3.9 frames per second. Um, looking through that, they have additional options for video. You can do 4K 30 frames a second in the A6400, whereas the Canon 5D is going to give you 30 frames at 1920 by 1080. Doesn't it do 60? I thought it did 60. Let's go in for. I think it did it. 1920 24. Okay. Hmm. That was interesting then. Yeah, it's telling me 30 frames a second. DP reviews normally quite normally right, so you don't have to worry about them being wrong. Um, okay, so 
SD, USB 2, built-in battery pack, lithium. One weighs a bit more than the other, obviously, because it's a bigger body. So that was a quick look at a comparison that nobody asked for. I basically compared a A6400 Sony with a 5D Mark II from 2008, just for a bit of a giggle to see what it would do. So that was a quick look at that. We're going to look at a few other options. You can find another one here where we did camera reviews. Again, hopefully you're finding this useful. Amazon, I am live streaming today on Amazon Live and helping customers with their purchases. We're doing a comparison. Are you shopping today for a camera? Because if you are, I've got a few beauties today for you that we can add into the mix. What about if we do something more interesting like, instead of a silly review that I did, let's add another camera in there. Let's get rid of the 5D Mark II and let's add in another camera which is worth looking at. I'll highlight it in the carousel. And again, I am live today helping you with your purchases. So let me know if you're struggling with your purchases. So the EOS M50 and we're going to go side by side, add a camera in here and do the M50, the first version. We'll get rid of that one, bring that over here. So now this is a good comparison to be watching or hearing. So let's check this bad boy out. <clears throat> What is the big difference between the Sony Alpha A6400 and the Canon EOS M50? Today I'm putting them side by side to do a comparison of the specs. Let's have a good dig into this and find out what the differences are between these cameras. They're getting mirrorless, it seems to be the big winner at the moment for vlogging purposes and everybody's using them at the moment. Uh, and we're gonna have a look at this one right now. Hello, Al, what's good entry level novice photographer camera? Uh, Al, good question. Let's have a look at that for you today. So let's check this out. We're going to have a look at a quick DSLR camera for a novice. What would be a great camera? We're going to answer Al's question and get him a camera today. Let's see what we can do. Amazon offers some great options and recently they've had a great price on, a, a, I'll call it a beginner camera because it's friendly a price friendly option what are your main requirements for your camera are you interested in video or photos or do you want both if you have a preference to one or the other that would determine the camera but if you let me know in chat or commenting below i can answer that for you i'm bringing up a camera right now that i'm featuring for you so we can have a look at that together <clears throat> 